0: Just a quick little programming note before I get started here. Uh, I've been away from the league, kind of inactive, not really participating on message board and and the group chat and all that. Um, My mom was diagnosed with stage four cancer, and it kind of uh, made me just hate everyone and everything. So I was just kind of distancing myself from everything. And while it actually hasn't gotten much better for her here recently, um, you know, I just I want to stay in touch with you guys. You guys are the best friends I've made for the last 16, 17 years, whatever it's been since we graduated from Kings. Um, So I just want to be more active, and I thought getting this podcast going back might help. Um, But enough with the Gush Fest. Uh, I actually still hate most of you, so let's just get it going. i'm back yo what's going on guys i decided to bring this podcast back it's been a minute Uh, we haven't done anything and over a year i think 2021 was the last time that we went uh, and did a pod so i wanted to bring that back this year before the season starts i want to generate some excitement i feel like it's uh it's been a little lacking in that department, and I've been trying to, you know, stir some, uh, stir some shit up in the, in the group chat, something that I haven't done in, in over a year. Just want to bring, uh, bring some fun back to mental aspects. Uh, so I figured, you know, why not start a pod? And we just had a big day yesterday. Yesterday was Selection Saturday. I know you losers who still watch college basketball and root for 18-year-old kids on colleges you didn't attend. That's a big day today for you but yesterday for mental aspects was our keeper selections. So I decided that I'm going to go through here and I'm going to rank the keepers. I'm going to go from 16th place to first on these are obviously my rankings. I'm sure most of you will disagree with them. Um, but this is just how I want to see it. And I just wanted to get this out to you guys to uh, generate some excitement, maybe uh, get the group chat going, or you guys can just keep talking shit on me, uh, Whatever. So let's start with number 16 team, and I have Novick. I have Novick in last place with the keepers, and he is keeping Luis Robert, Jazz Chisholm, Bryce Harper, Gunnar Henderson, and Anthony Volpe. Now, I love you, Nov, I do. But this is, this is obviously the worst group of, of keepers that we have here. Um, just start with the obvious, Anthony Volpe might not even break camp with the team. You're choosing him over Jeremy Pena, another young stud who just performed. That's the part that I don't get. You're keeping Volpe, and he can just only hope to be as good as what Jeremy Pena was last year. The kid won LCS MVP, World Series MVP. Now, I'm not saying that's the reason why he's going to be good, but it just seems like we always want these new shiny toys in mental aspects. You already had the proven kid who'd done it, but you went Volpe, whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he turns into the next, you know, Acuna, Tatis, you know, some of these other type prospects, but I don't like that keep. Now, Gunnar Henderson, I'm the biggest Orioles fanboy here. Morio, he can lie and tell you. He probably didn't know who Gunnar Henderson was until just this year. Uh, I added Gunner Henderson last May. I think the kid's going to be a stud, but again, we're going with, he could, he could completely flop on his face. He could fall on his face it's no guarantee that he ends up, you know, succeeding. Uh, Bryce Harper, absolute stud, um, but he's obviously missing a lot of the time. Jazz Chisholm, absolute stud, but hasn't stayed healthy. And you could say the same thing for Lewis Robert. So three of those guys, they are very good, but in Harper's case, he's already not starting the year. And for Chisholm and Robert, they just need to stay on the field. But this is why he gets the lowest score in my book with the unknowns in Volpe and Henderson and just, you know, the injury that plagued the rest of his team. 15th place, let's go with Butts. Butts is keeping Cedric Mullins, Nate Lowe, Julio Urias, Christian Javier, and Dustin May. I feel like I should see, be seeing Brian Byron Buxton's name there, buddy. Um, you didn't want him. <laughs> I don't know. He feels like he would have fit in on your team pretty well here. Um, but, yeah, I just... He got, it's not great. You know, Rooney made a, made a joke, you know, mid round targets. Um, it might not be that bad, but you know, Mullins, I think is a stud. Hurrius is a stud. Javier, you know, is really good. He's got a lot of upside. Um, same with May. Um, but compared to the rest of the league, it just kind of seems lacking that absolute, absolute stud. Um, you know, Dustin May could obviously turn into that on the starting pitcher side. A lot of question marks with him returning from injury. um, but, yeah, I just, I don't, it's, it's, it is what it is, um, 15th place for Butts. 14th place, I have Fetchy. Now, Fetchy's probably going to be smashing something as soon as he hears this. Uh, so, let's see sees Fetchy's keeping. Mike Trout, Nolan Arenado, Dalton Varsho, Joe Musgrove, Anthony Rizzo. So, I mean, up at the top, I mean, you know, Mike Trout's still the best player in the game when he's healthy. I mean, that's been a big if. He doesn't play. A lot of games anymore, but when he's on the field, he's an absolute stud. Nolan Arenado, you know, I, I've never been a huge Arenado fan, but you can't you can't argue with the with the success that he's had. He's just been really consistent, so th- there's no hate there. Dalton Barshow, he's going to get a catcher that doesn't play catcher, so that's that's big. As far as the other two guys, we have uh, Musgrove. Well, he's you don't we don't know. I think this is a lot of the ranking. I'm erring on the side of caution especially when pitchers get hurt now he might only miss two starts uh he might miss the first month so I think that affects his his status going in the end Rizzo that brings kind of the overall ranking down now while Rizzo you know had a had a resurgent year last year um when he hit you know 32 dingers 77 runs 75 RBI he actually threw in six stolen bases um just solid across the board you can expect something very similar for him this year you know I don't think the 30 homers but You know, 70 runs, 70 RBI, 240 average, you know, should, should gain some average, but compared to some of the other keepers in this league, uh, it, it just doesn't stock up all that well, especially seeing that his ADP is, uh, let me check that real quick. Yeah, it's, it's well over 100. So, you know, our, our first five rounds equate to 80 players, you know, it, so he's, he's just not on this, on this, on the same level of some of the other stud keepers that we have. Moving on, 13th, we have Steve Chincherrick. He's keeping Mookie Betts, Jose Altuve, Will Smith, John Carlos Stanton, Javi Baez. Now, if he could could have somehow found just to, to manage, you know, another two keepers, I mean, he would actually be looking real pretty. He'd be much higher up. Um, you know, Mookie, uh just just a stud. You know, I mean, he's gonna get second base eligibility. He already has the best second baseman too, and Jose Altuve. Uh, Will Smith, arguably the best catcher. And then, you know, the final, the other two guys, Giancarlo Stanton, hits a lot of dingers. Can he stay healthy? And Javi Baez was an absolute train wreck last year. Now, I am glad to see that you kept him. I offered you a 12th round pick for him last year. He denied it, but I guess I understand it all worked out for you because you ended up keeping him. But it was an absolute train wreck of a season for him last year when he hit uh, 238, 17 homers, 9 steals, um, he, he's got to get better than what he was last year. That's that's it's kind of hard, you know, to fall out of a hole, but uh, that's where we are for Chincheric. Three absolute top keepers, um, but those other two just lacking, and that's why I have him in 13th. 12th, I have Fravel. Fravel's keeping Randy Arosarena, Alec Manoa, O'Neal Cruz, Framber Valdez, and Vinny P. Vinny P. Baby. Vinny Pascuantino, um, yeah, Rosarena is solid, you know, a bunch of steals, you know, just all around, just above average and everything really. Um, what else do I have here? Manoa, Fran two really good starting pitchers with the way that our league went with the new rules, maximum of eight starts going to put a premium on that. So he's got, he's got two really good, two really good studs with that. O'Neill Cruz, uh, this could be, I mean, Fravel could be much higher. This is just being more s- skeptical now. I'm more skeptical on rookies and and younger players than I am probably on most of you. O'Neal Cruz has 30-30 upside, for sure. Now, he says he wants to go 40-40. That's just like Rooney saying that Drew Stubbs is going to be 50-50, was it? Um, But O'Neal Cruz is a stud, dude. I mean, hardest hit ball in the stat cast era. He can get to 30-30. I just... I usually err on the side of, of of the lower end of projections towards these younger players, but I mean, he hit 17 homers last year and had 11 steals and 331 at bats. So yeah, I mean, you could see you could see an easy 2020 year here. I think that's a lock. It could get 30-30. if he does that. Then Fravel's then Fravel's got a good set of keepers. He has an additional keeper here for the future. And Vinny Pasquantino. Uh, same thing. It's kind of going to the Volpe thing, but not as much. I mean, he had Jose Abreu. Um, he had Reese Hoskins. I feel like you're you're getting rid of the, the 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 known to a relatively unknown. Yeah, I mean, Pasquantino hit two ninety-five and had 10 homers last year, and very limited sample size. But there's still a lot unknown about him. He plays in a terrible hitter's park. Um, I could be way off again, as I said. I err on the side of the caution with those younger players, um, but it just felt like he might be giving up what he already knows. But if he's trying to go younger, he obviously, absolutely did that with Finney. Past Contino. number eleven, I have Ren, and he has the big four as he's a uh, big, big dick swinging Ren out there. I got my core four, um, the '98, '98 Yankees with my core four. Uh, Raphael Devers, Garrett Cole, Zach Wheeler, Wander Franco, and Hunter Green. Well, Devers didn't hit his body weight in the second half. Garrett Cole can't pitch without spider tack, and they're enforcing that more this year. Zach Wheeler, okay, he's a stud. Wander Franco, overrated, Hunter Green. He throws one pitch, and it's the titty ball. His fastball gets titted. It's the titty ball. No, all jokes aside, I mean, just a great group. Devers, probably the best third baseman out there. Uh, Cole Wheeler uh top, obviously top 10 pitchers and um Hunter Green's the uh, Franco I don't think he's overrated uh I just don't know if the, the juice is going to be there uh, but the homers and the steals but you know he he hasn't been healthy uh he could you know he was the number 1 prospect in baseball for a reason uh he could, could obviously could obviously be a stud and Hunter Green I hated on the I hated on the pick uh, on the on the group chat uh, mostly just being being a, a jerk on purpose. Uh, dude has tremendous upside. Um, he f- seemed like he kind of started figuring things out, uh, moving away from that fastball, throwing that slider more, because the part I wasn't joking about was his fastball was getting titted. So he leaned on that slider more, and he was getting better results. So this is the, the type of year where if you don't keep a hunter green, he you might not get him, and then he'll be a keeper for the future. So makes sense. Um, I just like to bust some balls because everyone loves Ren. Ren can do no wrong. Derry loves him. Derry loves Ren the most. So uh, I just have to get, give it back to Ren somehow. All right, number ten, Unger. I don't even know. This guy's been so busy this offseason. season. Nine, he is the new Rooney. Not that that's a bad thing with the trades, but it it <laughs> we Rooney used to make a, a trade every other day in the Dark Ages and after. Now it just seems like every trade involves Unger. He's keeping Freddie Freeman, Shane McClanahan, Spencer Strider, Eloy Jimenez, and just last night traded his two first-round picks, or was it 15 and 18? So I guess it was the the first and his and his early second for Dylan Cease. Um, yeah, just a solid group. You know, Freddie Freeman's about as steady as they come. McClanahan, Strider, he's got the two best young starting pitchers. Eloy can't stay healthy. Um, he's he's. He's destined for a DH role that's for sure get, keep him out of the uh, the outfield. he probably will hate that. I don't know how that would affect his hitting but it will keep him on the field and Dylan cease yeah it's you know Unger traded Justin Verlander for two first round picks and then ended up trading 15 and 18 to get cease um, so now he has to go along with with the two young studs and McClanahan and Strider now he's got cease uh, looks like he's got a solid plan moving forward. Okay, I'm back. I had to go pick up the baby. Uh, other girls are out shopping. So if you heard that in the last couple um, breakdowns, I do apologize. But everything's good now. Moving on to number nine, Matula, your boy, Emat Hollaback. Um, just run-of-the-mill keepers this year. Um, not like years past, but Manny Machado, Max Scherzer, Luis Castillo, Dansby Swanson, Brian Reynolds. Now, Carlos Rodon really fucked me over on this one. I had a plan of keeping three starting pitchers going into the year with our new rules, Um, but now his forearm strain is bothering him and just very troublesome for a guy that's been littered with injuries, so I decided to keep Dansby Swanson over him. Um, He had a breakout year last year, not expecting anything close to that, but seems pretty safe moving forward. Uh, Manny Machado, he's about as consistent as they come. He's a borderline first-round pick, early second-round pick in redraft leagues. Max Scherzer dude's old, but still gets it done. Luis Castillo really reaped the benefits of getting out of Cincinnati. Who knew that would happen? Uh, Just sarcasm there. But yeah, he really put a good year in Seattle and he'll be there all year. And Brian Reynolds, yeah, that's your oatmeal pick. Um, That's just, you know, doesn't really do anything great, but doesn't really do anything badly either. Um, Now with my three hitters, I kind of just Put a put an above average team. No one no one does anything great, but no one does anything really really detrimental, and that will allow me to. Um, now I have an average baseline, and I can you know maybe go for power somewhere, go for extra speed somewhere. So I like my plan. Wish I would have been able to keep Rodon. Uh, just didn't happen. Didn't feel comfortable with keeping a guy with with arm problems to start the season. Next, the defending champ Butler didn't know what to really do with him. Um, he just traded Dylan Cease. He certainly could have been. You know, had a better ranking on this list, but now he's only got four keepers. Um, so he's eighth here, but, you know, he's got Jordan Alvarez, Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, and Aaron Nola. Uh, just a great group. Um, now he'll, he'll move back in. His fifth keeper will be the, the person he selects, the player he selects with that first round pick that he got from Unger. Um, obviously not going to be as good as Dylan Cease, but he was looking to add some depth to his draft because he didn't have any picks. Uh, that's what you do he went for it all he got his championship flags flags fly forever bro uh and now he's actually able to get you know to, to make himself competitive this year uh just real quick though i mean Jordan alvarez probably best pure hitter in baseball pete Alonso, one of the best power hitters francisco lindor you know maybe not the lindor that from years past but still really really steady you know he had 26 homers last year 16 steals you know expect pretty much the same from this year And Aaron Nola, he does keep the one pitcher. Uh, Nola is good. I don't know if he's great. I don't know if he's at the elite level. Um, You know, his command is fantastic, a whip under one. You're going to expect a a very good whip from him. Uh, He pitches a lot of innings, so he's going to get a lot of strikeouts. Um, But we've seen through the years him struggle with his ERAs fluctuating. It was 4.64 in 2021, high threes in 2019, although that was the juice ball era, so I don't know if we really count that. But still, still a really good pitcher, all in all. Butler now enters the first round with a great set of his four keepers. Number seven, Pothole Dan, Pothole Dan, Danny the Pothole Man, Uh, Danny. (laughs) He gets uh, he gets a lot of uh, shit from us in the league. Um, I mean, rightfully so. He's been one of the worst. uh, He's had one of the worst records, but he does have good keepers this year. He's Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Marcus Semyon. Jacob DeGrom, his boyfriend, even though he's not on the Mets anymore. Xander Bogarts, who he traded for. That was the Eloy Jimenez for Bogarts. I don't know if they traded picks. I don't really care about that. He got Bogarts. He had to keep him. And then Shohei Otani, the pitcher. Um, Side note, he is letting go of the best hitter in the draft, and that's Kyle Schwarber. I don't know who he chooses not to keep, though. Danny Danny was in a tough position. He was in a good position to have, um, but... You know, Kyle Schwarber will probably be the first hitter taken or should be strong consideration for that. I don't know who he drops, though, to keep. You know, you're not going to keep Vlad. Vlad's, you know, a perennial first-round pick. You know, Simeon has that that rare blend of power and speed. You know, DeGrom, when he's healthy, he's the best pitcher on the planet. Otani, yeah, Angels have a six-man rotation, but his, he's just he's just filthy. You know, I guess where you can come where he shouldn't have maybe done that trade, you know, he could have kept Schwarber over Eloy. But the way that our rules are set up, once you trade for a player in the offseason, you must keep him. But Bogarts, you know, it, it, there's nothing wrong with Bogarts. You know, he's a shortstop that's going to—he's going he's gonna to just do everything across the board. You know, he, I don't know what kind of player he is. He kind of switches back and forth. Um, you know, 20 or 2021, he had 23 homers and hit two ninety five. Last year, he only hit 15 homers, but he hit three oh seven. And you go back to years before, you know, 2019, again, the juice ball era, but he had 33 homers. I don't know if we're getting that production from Bogarts again, but he was going to a stacked lineup. So the counting stat should be there and he should still be a solid source of, of batting average and, and, you know, maybe that, that low 20 homer range. Moving on to number six, Derry. Derry is keeping Juan Soto, Corbin Burns, Sandy Alcantara, Max Fried, and Willie Adamas. Uh, of course, he's got the pitchers. Derry's had a great pitching staff for the last few years, and he really knows how to find them and draft them. Uh, as far as the hitters, uh, Derry, I love you, but you, you're terrible at drafting hitters. I feel like every single year, you end up just picking up waiver fodder, and they—they they, it works out for you. Um, you know, Tyler O'Neill a couple of years ago, you picked up that Ninja Turtle dude um, from the White Sox a couple years ago. I forgot his name when he got off his hot start. Um, you know, this last year, you drafted Willie Adames and now he turned into a solid keeper for you. I personally like Adamis a lot this year. I see him as a top 75 player overall. So I actually don't mind that keep as a, for Adamas. Um, But you're going to have the three starting pitchers, absolute studs. I'm not a huge Max Freed fan, but when he's your number three, you're, you're, you're doing really, really well for yourself because you have the two best, you know, arguably the two best pitchers in Burns and now Cantara, And then when you throw Freed in as in your third, now you have the number one overall pick. You can go to that power bat, or you can trade down and then get multiple hitters. Um, but Derry coming in at number six. And let's take a little break now to, uh, to, to, to pay the bills and get an advertisement from our friends. Move over, Tom and Manske. There's a new baseball maestro in town. It's GPG with his Slick 6. It's a collection of baseball conditioning and skills videos, and you'll be in tip-top shape in no time. Watch these tapes and you'll turn a D3 shit show program into a professionally run powerhouse. We're talking the art of the marathon game, a day where you make your players play from sunup to sundown. Playing a thousand innings in the fall is truly a stroke of genius, and who can forget about running poles after completing a doubleheader on the road? Yes, the games are over, but the fun is just about to begin. Make sure you don't rest at all. Get out there and run sprints on your opponent's field before piling back onto the bus with 50 other sweaty dudes. Brilliant. And of course, the winter practices till midnight. Champions don't sleep. Learn the strategic advantage over your counterparts by making your players practice and condition from the hours of 8 p.m. to midnight, all while playing the same song on repeat. Who cares if your players have early classes the next day? They're supposed to be tired as tits. Who cares if you don't win many baseball games? At least your mile time will be better than anyone from DeSales. These are just a few highlights. We don't want to give away our success for free. Get your GPG Slick 6 now for only $69. Use promo code Thunderstruck to get 10% off. Okay, and we're back with the top five, and at number five, I have Craig. Now, Craig can certainly be higher on this list. He could even be number one by the end of the year if he keeps it all together, and this is why. Kyle Tucker, Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt Jr., Hugh Darvish, and Adley Rutchman. So before, earlier in the pod, when I was saying I kind of shy away from taking the shots on the prospects, the rookies, the younger players early, well, this is what happens when you if you take your shot and it pans out because you have Julio Rodriguez, who's become a a legitimate first-round pick. Bobby Witt Jr., he's going towards the tail end of first-rounders in in redraft leagues. And Kyle Tucker, he's a mainstay. He's been a mainstay in the first round. Um, I actually saw him go number two overall in a labor. Uh, It's where the experts play. He went number two overall in a labor draft. So he's got three legitimate first-round picks with three keepers. Hugh Darvish, yeah, he's on the older side, but he's still reliable. The guy still knows how to pitch. 191 innings, uh, sorry, 194 innings last year, 311 ERA, 0.95 whip, had 197 strikeouts. You know, maybe age will catch up with him. He might not throw that 200. He might not be pushing towards a 200 threshold, but still I think you can rely on this guy to throw innings, get you a decent amount of Ks, and then obviously he'll be in there for quality start mix. And Adley Rutschman, he could be the best catcher in baseball. Maybe I'm just saying that because, again, I'm an Orioles fanboy. Um, you know, I'm, this ranking is kind of on the, it's on the lower side of his projections. Now, Adley can go out there and hit 20 homers, hit 275 and steal a handful of bases. And, you know, Craig would have his himself even better, uh, a better catcher right now as we stand, you know, he's still, he's still looking to, you know, hit around that 260 mark, 16 homers, five homers, something like that. But you can easily see Rudgeman doing it, it, much better than that is easily in the, in the realm of, uh, scenarios. Tucker, Rodriguez, Witt, Darvish, Rutschman. That's Craig, and he's in number five. Number four, harsh. He has Paul Goldschmidt, Matt Olson, Corey Seeger, Shane Bieber, and Kevin Gosman. Now, this is kind of like a model of, of, of what you should be trying to do. Uh, you know, the flip-flopper Pat sets himself up perfectly for the draft. He's got he's got the young guys in Matt Olson and Corey Seeger. And they're proven young guys. See, that's the biggest thing. You know, Olsen, 28 last year. Now he's keeping them, and he's he's already been reliable. Same thing with Corey Seager. I think we forget how young Corey Seager is. He's the same age, and I think you're going to see him. His average is going to skyrocket now with these new uh, banning of the shift rules. Then he has the old reliable Paul Goldschmidt, who won MVP last year. Obviously, you don't expect him to repeat those insane numbers. But there's no reason to think that he can't go out there and hit 275 with 30 more homers. Runs and RBIs are going to be pushing, you know, the mid-90s to to the 100, 100 mark. And Kevin Gosman, I love Kevin Gosman. I'm probably higher on Gosman than than a lot of people. Uh, it just, you know, a lot of Ks. You know, he had, he had 205 strikeouts last year and 174 innings. He had a low 3 ERA at 3.36. Yeah, I mean, he might have a he might have a 3.60 ERA this year, but he's gonna have close to 200 strikeouts as long as he stays healthy and gets towards that 100 inning mark. Now, in our top three, we go to Chinsky. Chinsky has Trey Turner, Jose Ramirez, Shohei Otani, the hitter, Ozzy Albie's, and Corbin Carroll. Now he does have a six keeper. Justin Verlander. I'm not even including him as part of my rankings because obviously he'd be number one because he has more keepers than anybody else. So for this conversation, I'm throwing JB to the side. Um, but again, kind of like what with Craig, there are three legitimate first-round picks that Chinsky has in Turner, Ramirez, and Otani. Uh, you know, There's really not much more you could say about, about those guys. We all know their studs. Rai Tai, the science guy, did well in acquiring them. Ozzie Albies. Going to be interesting. He second base is such a wasteland, so he has a top five guy at that position. I don't know what to make of Ozzy Albies. I don't know if he's going to be hurt from going to the dead-end ball. Now we saw in the past where he was putting up, you know, those 24 homer seasons. You know, he had the 30 homer season in 2021, which is where we believe there were still juice balls mixed in with the dead balls. Um, he didn't play enough last year. He only played in 64 games, he had eight homers. Three steals, uh, hit 247. So last year was kind of a lost season. I'm not going to dock him off of that. I just don't know with his quality of metrics on how he's going to perform with the dead-end ball. Um, But overall, like I said, second base is a wasteland, and he still gets to keep a a top-five player at that position going into the season. And then Corbin Carroll. Um, Chinsky, you've already made this mistake of of going with Joe Adele. How'd that work out for you? Um, All jokes aside, Corbin Carroll looks like he 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 could be legit. He's one of the fastest dudes in baseball, so I mean he could he could lead the league in steals. That that is very well uh, in the realm of possibilities. Uh, tons of upside. Don't know exactly if he's going to perform, but I think unlike some other people, Chinsky can afford to take this risk because of all the other players he has surrounding them. Not only do they have immense upside, but they also have very safe floors. So if Corbin Carroll does so happen to maybe fall on his face. It's not going to affect Chinsky as much as some of the other guys who fall in love with the prospects. Um, and again, without looking at Chinsky's roster, I don't know if he really had a, 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 a better choice. A couple of years ago, he decided to keep Joe Adele over Byron Buxton. Uh, Buxton hasn't stayed healthy, but at least he's played baseball. Um, but right now, I have Chinsky at number three. Number two, and that is Rooney. Now, Rooney Wire will tell you that he's number one. And he could probably make an argument for it. Uh, so let's see who Rooney's keeping. He has Ronald Acuna, Fernando Tatis Jr., JT Mudo, Michael Harris, and Alex Bregman. Yeah, it's a great group. Uh, you know, Ronald Acuna coming back from injury. I made the joke that he lost all of his power. I did that in the group chat. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of alarming that he didn't hit for much power last year. I mean, he did have 467 at-bats and only 15 homers. But the crazy thing is he had 29 steals last year. So I thought maybe the steals would be the, the, the would be lacking behind. No, he was full bore. I mean, I think we're looking at a 30-40 season for Acuna. I think that, you know, that that's very, very attainable. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. could be the best player in baseball when he's healthy. Now, the problem is he he has had a problem staying healthy. He's done dumb, some dumb shit, too, with the PEDs. He rides his motorcycle in the offseason, gets hurt. But if we're just talking just pure talent, I mean, another dude like Acuna, I mean, has that 30, 40 potential. I mean, between two guys, 60 homers, 80 steals. I mean, that's, you know, that's that that's that's a far fetch. But it is actually possible because that's how talented these two are. Um, JT Romuto. Best catcher or argument for, you know, there there's definitely those top four or five that are there. Easy. Michael Harris. Yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer to keep. Now I think he is going to regress some, which I think you should expect. Uh yeah, I don't think he's gonna hit close to three hundred this year. Um, but you know, I, I think all the other stats are will be will be pretty in line. He hit nineteen homers, twenty steals, hit two ninety-seven as a rookie last year. I think the counting stats, you know, will be pretty in line with that. So can't can't not keep Michael Harris and I know uh, Novick dropped him, and Rooney scooped him up. Of course, Rooney scooped him up. He's an Atlanta Brave. Um, but maybe Novick wishes he would have uh, kept the leash a little bit longer on Michael Harris there. And Bregman, yeah, he's not, he's not as sexy as he used to be, but I, he's just steady. You know, he, he doesn't steal any bases, but the guy walks more than he strikes out, so his OPS is always going to be phenomenal for a dude that's going to hit maybe mid-20 homers. Uh, and, have, and have maybe a middling batting average in the 250 to 260 range. But third base, I talked about with Chinsky, that second base is a wasteland. Third base just drops off completely. If you don't have one of the top five guys, then you're going to get nobody. So I think Rooney obviously knew that and then decided to go ahead and keep Bregman. And I think that was a smart choice. And number one is Morio. I couldn't believe it. I actually forgot about how good Morio's team is, or his keepers at least, before last year. And the sad thing is, all these guys were on his team last year. He didn't even make the playoffs. So let me read off those keepers for you. Aaron Judge, Bo Bichette, Austin Riley, Tim Anderson, and Brandon Woodruff. Now, Aaron Judge was an absolute beast last year. You can't expect him to do that again. But there's no reason to think that he can't just still put up first-round numbers like in a typical redraft league. You know, 40 homers, 12 stolen bases, going to hit around 280, you know, the counting stats, you know, 100 runs, 100 RBIs, if he stays healthy. And now he's had that problem in the past, but I think he's kind of kicked that bug the last two years. He played 148 games in 2021, played 157 games last year. Now, the years before that, he did have some injury concerns, so that is something to look out for. But Judge, you know, I I would think he he might be the the number one player heading into this season. Either him or Acuna, can't go wrong either way. Bovachet, another, he's another guy that, that goes in the first round, and he's almost like a compiler. The dude doesn't miss games, you know, 159 games in 2021, 159 games last year. You know, he had 121 runs in 2021. He backed that up with 91 runs last year. You know, he had 24 homers, 13 steals. He hit 290. Uh, it, there's nothing more else to say about that. Bo is a solid keeper at only 24 years old. I just lost my place. Bear with me. Oh, Austin Riley, again, you know, another young guy that he, you know, just third base, get the top third baseman, and, you know, almost hit 40 homers last year, hit 273. I think the homers come down a little bit, but, you know, you still a safe bet for 30 homers, and he's going to hit 270. Brandon Woodruff, I, I personally, th- I love Brandon Woodruff. I'm much higher on Woodruff than, than probably the industry. I think he's he could be a top five pitcher. So this is a no-brainer keep for Morio. Now he has, and uh, now he has a, a legit elite starting pitcher to go along with those other bats. It makes perfect sense. And Tim Anderson, the dude just didn't stay healthy. Uh, Tim Anderson's been Morio's boy for forever now. It seems like he keeps him every single year. And and as long as as long as Tim Anderson stays healthy, which has been a concern, you know he played only 123 games in 2021 and 79 games last year. But the dude just flat out rakes. You know, he just, he's just, he's just a base hit machine. Not, not a ton of power there in the profile, but still enough, I'd say, to get to about 10 homers. He's got a lot of speed. So you're looking at like a 10 homer, 25 stolen base to with, you know, an average that can push up towards the 300 mark. So Morio is number one. So let me just do a, re- a quick recap for you guys. 16 was Novik. 15th was Butts, 14th was Fetchy, 13th was Chencherik. 12th was Fravel, 11th was Wren, 10th was Unger, Matula was in 9th, Butler I had 8, Danny was 7, Derry was 6th, and the top 5, 5 was Craig, 4 was Harsh, 3 was Chinsky, 2 was Rooney Wire himself, and number 1 was Morio. Now we have our draft coming up in less than a week now, so that should be exciting to see how many of these guys mess up their teams and see how many of these guys actually improve their status. But uh, let me know what you guys think about this and uh, I hope we can uh, do some more podcasts in the future. If not, this will be the the, the one and only of this year, but I had some fun doing this. I hope you guys enjoy it. Talk to you guys later.